With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome again, everybody, to another week conversation with the head coach of the Cook Kai Hornets. Of course, this is the Cook Kai Coaches Show, and it's head coach Jamie Rogers on the line with us. Coach, how you doing? Hey, Phil, man. Good to be here with you today. Absolutely, Coach. Always enjoy talking with you. So, Coach, you and I were kind of talking uh, before the show off the air. Um, you guys, of course, get off to the uh, the rough start against a, uh, of course, bigger school, Ware County. Yep. Uh, and then you guys had a chance to rest up uh, this past Friday night. Talk about the bye week. How does that how does that work? Does it come at a good time? It being the second week, uh, just kind of kind of give us a uh, fill us in on some of the um, how that works as far as the flow of the season and your yeah. plans and and all that. Well, for us, it came at a good time because we had uh, um, five positive COVID tests in the program, uh, fifteen contact tracing out for that game so um you know we're, we're playing shorthanded already and then you throw that you talk about 15 kids not being there goes to even more shorthanded so for us um you know the bye week we were able to uh we were able to iron a few things out i usually monday just to kind of get their legs a little bit underneath them for from after a game day and then we practiced really hard tuesday wednesday and thursday this past week uh, we got back to a lot of basics and things we'd done poorly in the wear game, especially in the second half. First half, we played okay. The score didn't indicate it, but uh, the first half, we competed. We played we played hard. Um, we just, you know, their quarterback was, was better than us, and, and that's okay. That happens in, in athletics. But uh, I give them off on Friday. We uh, The whole the coaching staff goes and scouts, finds a game to go scout. I'll send them, uh, our coaching staff, to several different games around the teams that we're going to play. And that's kind of way the uh, the bye week works for us. But uh, you know, normally I don't like it this early in the season. But but for us, after that game and then all the COVID issues that we've had to deal with for the first couple of weeks, it came at a good time. I got you, and that's kind of what I thought. But um, you know, not that you you know, there's really anything you can do about it. But uh, except for make the best of it, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, right. And it, yeah. it, we did. We had a great week of practice. That's fantastic. That was my next question, Coach. Exactly. You know, after a tough loss like that, um, you, know, you always wonder how the team's going to respond. So, it sounds like you guys uh, uh, bounced back in a big way. We did. Um, I mean, we were missing. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. We had uh, several people out, and, and there, there's for several different reasons. We had um, we had quite a few cases in home with our kids. Our kids not testing positive, but, uh, you know, mom, dad, grandmother, uh, brother, sister. I mean, we we're really we're really fighting a battle here in Cook right now, um, as far as the number of cases. I'm that's uh, well documented. I've seen a ton of stuff on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. Um, but you know, the kids that were there, the majority of our older kids were there. We probably had 50 out of the 70 that we have, so we're probably missing 20 kids every day last week. But all the older kids were there. The varsity kids were there, and we got a lot better um, with them. They come out with a great attitude. We, uh, you know. I let them have it pretty good Friday night after the game, just about their effort, not the scoreboard. The scoreboard doesn't matter to me most of the time. 
Um, it starts mattering a lot more in region play. But, um, you know, if my, if my kids play hard every single down and we end up on the losing side, I can live with that. But what we did in the second half, I couldn't live with. So uh, we got after them pretty good this week. Well, and you know what? Look, I, there's a lot of football that's to be played, number one. Number two, it's a non-region game. Yep. And and I talked to a coach who, who's, who will remain nameless, um, but, you know, his team was involved in a game uh, this past Friday night who uh, it was affected by the weather, not COVID, mm-hmm. but the weather. And uh, second quarter, his team is trailing by a very small margin. It was not, you know, uh, an insurmountable margin by any stretch. But anyway, he told me that he just decided to, to cancel and, and pretty much just to forfeit. Uh, yeah. I said, hey, we don't, we, don't, you know, we don't need this game, no big deal. Um, we'll just, you know, kind of, you know, chalk it up right here to two quarters of reps that we get and we'll move on. And again, I just think maybe in the past, you know, that would have been unheard of, but times have changed and, you know, I mean, let's face it, coach, it's, you know, it's really the re you want to win them all. I get it. But, and you can talk to this as a coach, but I think it's the region games really that, uh, are, are the ones that when you get right down to it are the ones that you've got to play and the ones that matter. Sure, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, if you look across, especially in uh, South Georgia, you'll find a lot early on, you'll find a lot of smaller teams like us, you know, 1A, 2A level um, that play a lot bigger schools in the first couple weeks. Um, There's a reason for – there's a couple reasons for that. Usually those teams bring a lot of fans to your stadium. So the financial aspect of of coaching and what all football provides for a high school, that's taken into consideration. You always have to take that into consideration. And then, um, you know, you don't you don't win a non-region trophy. There's no such thing. So it's really what you're playing for. You're playing for a win. You're playing for a state title. You're playing for a region title. And you get none of those things in non-region games, but you do get a ton of quality reps, uh, which is why you play the game. Uh, I'm not saying – listen, I would I, I'd foul my mama going up for a layup if that's what it took to win. <laughs> but, um, you would, know, would you really? scoreboard – Absolutely. She knows it too. That's why she won't do it. So, um, that you don't get that. A lot of times you don't get that from me a lot, unless you're by me on the sideline. I'm a very competitive person, but I try to keep an even keel most of the time. But, um, you know, obviously you try to win the games, but it's not, you know, once it gets to region time, that's when you want to be, uh, you want to be at peak performance. You want your kids to be in great shape, all those kind of things to, to help you um get ready for playoffs yeah our, our videographer was at your Lanier game I guess that was the scrimmage and got yep. some great footage of you and uh and we could definitely see the competitive fire in coach Rogers that was for sure yeah it's hard for me to do anything that we keep scoring that I I you know I probably teeter sometimes on the point of uh being a little bit too much but I mean my I got it my my dad man we lost my dad in january you know to COVID, and uh he he did that to us he did that to all us boys so he wouldn't let us win in anything we had to he we had to beat him no matter what we were doing it didn't i mean it doesn't matter if it was checkers or basketball or or whatever it was he never let us win so we'd be like 13 14 years old before we ever won anything so that's he made us that way yeah i tell you that's you know that's uh, i guess the definition of tough love right Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we didn't understand at that time. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of running to mom and being like, hey, you won't let us win. She, <laughs> she would she would go, let them win one time. And he said, absolutely not. That don't teach them anything. 
and he, you know, he was right. Got to be honest with you, he was yep. he was certainly right. But uh, of course, you know, <clears throat> mamas are going to be sympathetic. So, uh, oh yeah, that's that's how that works. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we, but I, I do, I get, I do get tickled at you fouling your mom, man. That's a pretty cool story there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, especially when she she knows that's how it is. That's how it's going to go yeah, down. Yeah, she knows she that's, she won't play against us in anything. She knows we'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> All right, we are talking again with uh, Jamie Rogers, head coach of the Cook High Hornets. We visit with the uh, the coach uh, every week right here on the Cook High Hornets Coaches Show. I'm your host, Phil Jones. You're listening to ITG Next. Um, all right, so let's talk about the uh, the next uh, man or next opponent up in this case. Yeah. Who's it going to be? Uh, Pelham. Yeah, we go over there Friday night. I was able to go uh... – I went over to the stadium, watched them play early this past uh, Friday night. They got a 26-21 win over early. We know early, scrappy, tough uh, group of kids always. Um, so that was, I thought it was a big win for them. It was a good win uh, for Pelham. The, uh, they, they've got a shot in the arm from several transfers that have transferred in. So uh, they, they're going to they're gonna make a lot of noise. They got a, they got a, chance, uh, they got a chance to win them all, Phil. Yeah, you know, Lamar Landing has come in there and uh, took over for Dondrell Pinkins, you know, and there was some question mark how, you know, anytime there's a transition in coaches, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. Um, yeah. You never know what's going to happen. But uh, so far, he's got he's got them playing well. They're 2-0 and on the year. So you were able to watch and scout this of uh, the game against Early County? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was able to go put my eyes on them, be there early and kind of see the way that I like to – to watch the way the kids react during warm-ups and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I was able to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, the the two big offensive linemen, who I think are his boys, I'm not I'm not positive on that. You probably um, have a little more insight. There's there's a uh, center and a right guard. That yeah, yeah well, I, think, I think, let's see, that they are. Uh, yeah, they come from TCC, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, that is that's correct. right. And then the three skilled kids from Cockwood have really given them a shot in the arm. Yep, that is correct. So they, uh, they come out with a big victory over a, a what I call a pesky early county team. You guys will see early yes. county later on, right? Oh yeah, we uh it's about week 9 or 10, something like that. That's probably my two man, if I look back, you know, coaches, head coaches that have done this for a while, they'll they'll tell you they don't remember a lot of the wins, but the one the games that they were supposed to win that they didn't. Those are the ones that that we always think about and from the the two early games since I've been the head coach here in Cook are probably the top two on my list mm. uh, of games that we that I have lost as a head coach that I haven't been able to get over. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, we, yeah. we were leading by two touchdowns at halftime in both. So what, you know, so that kind of brings up uh an interesting uh note. You know, sooner or later that kind of that stuff kind of becomes uh, you know psychological, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean you know that well i don't know if kids think about it as much i you know they've got so much more going on than i did i thought about stuff like this as a player and yeah and uh i mean when we walked into that halftime that night uh last year up 28 to 14 on early everybody was excited but my thoughts immediately went to the year before where we were up you know 20 to 7 or whatever at halftime may have been 20 to nothing Mm -hmm. and that's where my my mind went so you know that some of the kids minds went there too and you're right it start it does start to get psychological yeah yeah um you know that that is a tough scrappy team but uh yeah pelham uh pelham was every bit as good every, every bit as much talent um and they were just as scrappy as early was the other night so I guess you know and of course we'll talk about that game coming up here in, in just a little bit but um you know 
I guess coming off the, uh, uh, the, the the loss against Ware, and we were talking about bye weeks, uh, again, can't do much about it as far as the timing, but I would think after a loss like that, coming back and, and having a good week's practice, it sounds like things are really working out in your favor in terms of putting that one, uh, that one behind you. Yes. Flushing it, I guess, as some coaches and fans mm-hmm. will say. So it's it's over and done with. Uh, but what what are some of the the things you learned about your team coming out of that game? Um, well, you know the things we've talked about. What I was disappointed in. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just a lack of effort when the game was decided. That kind of thing. But um, you know, we had a couple guys, uh, Jamarion Walker and Eddie Watson, uh, fought their uh, behinds off to the to the bitter end. I mean, mm-hmm. we just we kept you know where it was really good on defense. We kept giving it to Jamarion. He kept fighting for one or two yards at the time and things like that. And Eddie had uh, four or five catches for about 70 yards, um, things like that. And Drew stood in there and took a beating at times. Drew Folsom, our 10th grade quarterback, Zach's uh, little brother. So, um, you know, he, uh, there was a lot of things. Um, it wasn't as – when I went back and looked at it, the first half especially was near n- not nearly as bad as what you might have thought by the score. But, um, like I said, the second half, we, we fixed some of those issues – the problem now, Phil, is we just don't know. Um, you know, this COVID thing's kind of got us on the run. We're in a tough predicament here right now. We've talked about that. Um, we just don't never know. Like, I mean, we're, we're a couple starters away from being really, really thin in some places. Mm. And then, you know, we're getting calls and texts every day. Coach, my mom's making me go get tested. I've got a fever, you know, this and that. And it's it just seems like it's never ending. Hopefully we're on the down the downhill now, but – you just never know about that thing. It's, it's just making it – it's frustrating and tough, but uh, we're going to coach the kids that are able to be out there, and we're uh, hopefully we play a lot harder than we did in that second half. Absolutely. Um, again, we are talking with the head coach of the Cook Kyle Hornets. It is uh, Jamie Rogers checking in with us. We'll be visiting with uh, the coach all season long, every week right here, ITG Next, uh, along with uh, yours truly, Phil Jones sitting down and talking with uh, Coach Jamie Rogers. All right, so um, 0-1 on the year. Uh, again, you got uh, Pelham. What kind of uh, challenges will they present uh, as far as what, you know, your team, your team's makeup is concerned? What are some of the challenges they're going to present that uh, that worry you a little bit? Well, um, we're, we're undersized on defense, especially up front. We just don't have those big space eaters. Um, that we're able to go in there and demand a double team, and then so linebackers can run around free. We don't have that luxury. We they they do have uh, some size, don't they? They they're really really big up front field. They they mm-hmm. got uh, their left guard is the only one that resembles anything that looks like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, their left tackle is like six six three twenty. Um, we talked about the guard in the right center. The bro- the two brothers they they look to be six two six three range two eighty five ish somewhere in there. And then the right tackle, the kid that plays both ways, he plays DN and right tackle. He's he looks to be about six three, two fifty, two sixty, somewhere in there. So they are they are a lot bigger than we are up front. I mean a lot. Um and then um I'm not sure what number three's name is. He's a safety. We we've caught we've nicknamed him the eraser because he can make <laughs> he can make he can make everybody he can make everybody else. All ten can be doing the wrong thing on defense, but he can take care of it. He can erase all the mistakes. He's that good. The, um, and that's, the eraser, one, that's one of the kids huh? from Caulkwood. Yeah, the eraser. He's uh, he comes downhill. He loves contact. Uh, he's really good in the pass defense game. He'll be in the middle. He's a middle safety. He's a high safety. He 
he likes to do his thing. And yeah. uh, he's really good. I mean, I there's no question about I think it's Lavoris Hines, if I'm not mistaken. That's, um, that, that sounds right. I yeah. haven't looked it out yet, but uh, that does sound right. And him, the quarterback, I think both uh, come from Cockwood. So um, they've got big, long-rangey receivers. Uh, the, the good thing is they play a lot of kids both ways. Right. Um, we've tried not to do that, especially early on in the season, maybe deeper in the season. You'll see some more of that out of us. But hopefully maybe, uh, you know, uh, the heat and that kind of thing and maybe our pace of play hopefully will, uh, you know, get them a little bit tired where they're not uh, 100% for the whole game. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I mean, you just mentioned that you guys weren't too far away, uh, you know, from things. And hopefully this is not going to happen, but uh, – uh, you guys could be looking at some depth issues. I mean, wh- yeah. where where are you as of today? And we're recording this on Monday, the week yeah. of uh, the game coming up against Pelham. So, so, I mean, how is the health overall of the team? Yeah, well, as far as the, you know, we had the four or five positive cases within the within the program. None were very sick. They did have symptoms. Um, all of them did have symptoms. And uh, we were thinking we're going to get all of them back because they've tested. Uh, I mean, that was over 14 days ago. Right. So, and so it looks like um, we're going to get them back today um, for practice. So hope that'll that'll work out. And then all the guys that were on quarantine or, or contact tracing, whatever you want to call it, um, those guys with a negative test, I know they can be back today also. So we'll see at 1.30. You just – you never know with this thing. Um, it's It seems like it's every 30 minutes, Phil. We're getting a call or a text or a message from somebody saying, you know, I – I've got to go get tested. I got I had a fever for a few hours last night. I mean, and then they, uh, you know, one of our players might have been with him all weekend, and then their parent or guardian, which I understand. I'm not I'm not saying anything negative about that. I know they want to keep them safe. I want to keep them yeah. safe. Um, so then they go get tested. You're, you know, you're one one or two positive tests away from us being very very thin. Um, just and that's just the way it is. We're finishing up with uh, Jamie Rogers, head coach of the Cook Isle Hornets. It is our weekly conversation with the uh, the head man of the Hornets, as uh, he will be taking on his Hornets taking on the Pelham Hornets uh, coming yep. up uh, this Friday. Um, all right, so how important is it? Like, I know they're all important, coach, but you don't want to go zero and two with uh, with Brooks County looming. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go. Uh coach as hard as we can hopefully play as hard as we can um you know if we'll do that um you know the, the wins will take care of itself we've talked about it a, a million times if we go out and we're sloppy and and we we make some penalties or we you know we have some penalties that set us behind the chains on offense as we can on defense it, you, it's gonna be a dog fight and uh that's what i told our kids there, there's no there's no way around it we don't have the depth and we don't have the just the the burning playmaking ability outside of Jamarion on offense, we just don't have that to where we can make a ton of mistakes and expect to beat people. It doesn't matter who it is. And I've tried to, you know, put that in our kids. You, you don't worry about – don't look at the schedule. Just show up in between those lines and play as hard as you can for four to six seconds, what you've been coached to do, and we'll have a chance in pretty much every game, you know. Um, and if you don't, there's some games you're not going to have a chance, and it's going to look like where. And then there's some games that are going to be a dogfight. We just got to we got to go do what we're coached to do. We got to do it to the best of our ability and play as hard as we can for four quarters. All right, and you guys uh, guys got to go to Pelham, right? Yes. Okay. So, 
Um, all right, Hornet fans, time to get out, support uh, the Cook Hornets in this battle of Hornets, the Pelham Hornets hosting the Cook Kyle Hornets and Coach Jamie Rogers. It should be a great one, Coach. We're looking forward to talking to you next week, uh, and we're looking forward to talking to you next week about a victory. How about that? Yes, sir. I'm down with that. <laughs> Coach, thanks so much for joining us. I always uh, enjoy the conversation, and uh, like I said, let's go get them. Let's uh, get a win, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate you getting our program out there. Go Hornets. See you, Coach. Go Hornets. All right, that is, again, Jamie Rogers. She's the head coach of the Cookout Hornets, doing a great job there uh, with that program. And, again, let's, uh, let's hope that uh, the Hornets can get it done on Friday night. Should be a great one in Pelham. You've been listening to the Cook Kai Coaches Show with Coach Rogers and myself, Phil Jones. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next week right here at ITG Next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.